welcome to episode two of the underground with the host with the most the best yellow bone in town your girl Mujis. um can, i think you guys think because we've been quiet for quite some time you guys thought that ah, these people are not coming back but guess what we are here we're good we're still podcasting and we're just having a good time man um just to give you a heads up we are going to be having the episodes on a monthly basis for now but obviously based on your support and based on um you know you guys doing the most as you've already been doing we are going to make it a more frequent thing and we're just going to be making the most out of it man um i know it sucks for now but right yeah yeah and i thought you guys wanna get, were going to give me a drum roll like when i when i but the best killer of all in town, your girl, Muji! <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, before we get into it, uh, I'd just like to send a big, big shout out to Where Good Music Lives Productions for the jingle, the soundtrack to the podcast. I really, really love it. I like Lazy soundtrack, underground. No. That bass when it kicks in. Okay, let's fine. Um, but anyway, you, c- you can get in contact with them on linksbradley32 at gmail.com or you can follow King Clayton. He goes by the handle at King underscore Clayton on Instagram. So that's at King underscore C-L-A-Y-T-A-W-N. Um, when, I, when I announced this topic, yeah? when I made it public, a friend of mine was like, ah, your favorite topic. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. So anyone who knows me will know that this topic, yeah, today, is my favorite. And because of that, it's going to be lit. Can, I, ch- can I chip in and ask why? You, you'll see. We'll see. Yeah, you'll see. It, it's just going to flow. Uh, but anyway, Buffet Tuman, wait. <laughs> you guys are going to have to introduce yourselves, by the way. So um, I've got four guests in studio. Um, but you know, let's introduce it. I get to I'm gonna ask you guys to introduce yourselves. I get to who wants to start. Let's start with Andy Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah, it's Andy Lay, uh, better known as Noxified on social networks. Um, uh, no, I mean, I'm a father, husband, um, entrepreneur, uh, liker of things, <laughs> general nice guy. Yeah, I'm just a nice guy. I'm glad you mentioned that, buddy. It's good to Kamu. <laughs> All right. Hi, everybody. This is Kamu, better known as Staggered Existence on social media. Um, the reason for the name is that I'm not the first to live out my name. I'm the second successor to the name. So because you've been named after someone else, then I'd like to pay tribute by calling it a staggered existence. Mm. So basically, that's what I'm all about. The deepness. Why does not you pay? Okay, then, um, Paul. Sure, what's up? Uh, my name is Mpo, student slash broke boy slash contemporary black man. Social media? No social media. Don't try to find me. Thanks. Ooh. Don't add me. Don't add me. <laughs> Don't <Wow>. add me. <laughs> okay, bunny, 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 bunny. Uh, are we back to me again? Yes. Like, can't I just be the person in the room who exists with no name? Like, you can just be like, Kenabanele, shop. Okay, shop. Um, okay, guys, Kenabanele. Me and social media are not friends, so. Don't add me, Ilse. 
No, look. Guys, anti-social. Can I tell you But why does social media have to be the place where we are known to be social? I think we're social outside of social media. Okay. Let's talk about discussion. But Men's conference. Lelang men's conference. Did any of you guys go? I, I miss my invite personally. Oh. Um, I would have loved to be there. Mm-hmm. I had this wonderful speech mm. about how to advise men on how to become better in marriages and how we can turn Valentine's into our own day. Because mm. I mean, we get secluded from the, all the fun. So, I mean, yeah, but I miss my invite personally. So. It's their loss. Ish. No, not really, but it's my loss more oh, than okay. anything. Cause no, I but I agree, you're going to advise men on how to. Go about Valentine's. Yeah, I mean, I needed the support. Eh? Oh, okay. So because I missed my invite, where am I going to get it from? I just think you didn't get an invite because they don't want to hear from men who are actually mature. I'm just saying. Shots, 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 shots. No, it's That's not quick. shots. No, we really need the papa papa. For this episode. No, but um, Banale is not lying. To be honest with you, the whole men's conference thing, it was funny. It was a nice joke on mm. social media. It would have been uh, more impactful if it was a serious, serious thing. thing. If it was yeah. a real conference and we're discussing proper issues like the gender-based violence, you know, mm. um, just lack of maturity from the men. Do you think we're ready for something like that, though? You yeah. don't need to be ready. I just think it just Our needs truth. to happen. Because the moment you try to ready yourself or you try to prepare for certain things, you sort of talk yourself out of it. Point right? taken. So just 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 go in there. In fact, I think more than anything, we need we need that stronghold amongst amongst men today. We need you men to have backbones because right now Every woman who can stand up for themselves, you guys are sort of taken aback or you're threatened by them. Mm. So for the mere fact that you are unable to, not necessarily, you're unable to love, because I mean today is about love, right? Yes. You're unable to love females the way they are supposed to be loved. Mm. You, you feel threatened when they love themselves more than they love you. So okay. you needed this conference, just not the part where... You guys were actually doing it just to get away from getting people Many gifts times. and actually loving your spouses or your partners every other day. Mm. Silence. Yeah. Let's go. No, <laughs> taking notes on stuff. It's the truth. It's the truth, to be honest. And that's why personally I, I, I didn't um, participate in the men's conference mm. thing. Um, I think the only thing I posted about men's conference was actually at this because I was saying I didn't attend men's conference because I was spending time with my daughter. Mm. Mm. You know? mm. Real man. Yeah. Um, so it's, guys, it was in the news. Yes. Guys, literally. It got very all, all these big coverage. Media, it was yeah, all, all these over media social outlets media. Were, were, were posting about it. Like proper news mm. was saying men's conference. Mm. Uh, Rob Beasy was saying this traffic. But guys, think about it. If it actually did exist, I I would support it. Yeah. Like yeah, I, I think I think most women would love for there to be something like this. So if the right people could sort of rally up and um Yo, what really? You kick and hook it up. FNG Stadium, close it down. Yeah, but I'm just very I don't know concerned about how productive that would be. Like, we've been having conversations about things for a long time without actually 
getting into the groundwork. Like, you know, the gender-based violence thing, 16 days of activism. We always have the 16 days, but then we still always have the highest rape statistics, highest domestic abuse statistics. And even during those 16 so think, days, yeah, we see the worst. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think glamorizing things and like making up speeches and conferences isn't really the route that we should be going in right now and more challenge ourselves, like, you know, from a domestic per- like perspective, mm-hmm. from like the ground up. So like me, pro- more proactive about, you know, just being better people, being better men. As I say. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But again, I think because we live in a realm where social media has taken over, it's so much easier to put these things on that platform and actually not tackle them in real life. Mm. Yeah. Again, it sort of goes back to my point of why do I actually have to be on social media to be to be social? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So why do we tackle these things? Yes, maybe we are sort of bringing them um, up so that people are aware that these, these issues actually yeah. exist. But if we're actually not tackling them, then honestly, like you're saying, it's... We're, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's pointless. We're just pointless. absolving ourselves of responsibility by saying we, we are advocating instead mm. of doing. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in underground. Like, you're in the underground. It's fine, you're in the underground. So, I've had to, you love Manvi. You're talking love, we're talking mm. relationships. What What is love? Briefly, I know I know we all have different ideas, perspectives, and but and we could probably talk about this the whole day. But briefly, what is love to you as an individual? I think let's start with Andile. He's the yeah, he's, he's the, the guy, the father. He's the father. He's the father. Why do you still love more than one of us combined? I was yeah, close a video to this as well. Like you should see my face. Yeah, husband. <laughs> It would make a very interesting name yeah. to your daughter, by the way. Let's start um, from the top. Love. Where do I start? Like, um, my spouse. Uh, Let's. General. Can we keep general? Yeah. Let's keep it general. Mm. Uh, love for me is is. Um, going over and above, man. Mm. Um, and even the small things. Just that. Did you eat? You know? Question yeah, like, important. Plus, like, like, if you ask me if I ate, I'm born now. Like, we bring there. me I know me and you, mm-hmm. same WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a more serious note, it's 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 patience, bro. Uh, um, I've learned that you need to be patient when you're in love because uh, we're not all at the same point in our relationship, even though we're in a relationship. <laughs> There's different phases. I'm going through something... Um, in our relationship, you may not be going through and I have to be patient for you to catch up or, um, geez, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, it's all in my head, but mm. I feel it, man. It's just, and, and that's why on a daily basis, I'm just patient and I'm just understanding. It's like, that's for me, bad. that's the most thing. Even with my little daughter, I have to be understanding and patient with her because she, she's, she's a rascal, man, but she loves and you mm. have to understand it's She's also trying to catch up and understand mm. um, society and as a household, with the, how we handle things. So it's just that patience. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, just to add on to what he's saying, to be honest, uh, for me, love, in to that it actually sums it up. It's to serve. That that's what love is to me. So, 
how I serve you every other day or when you wake up or just generally just being present because for me love and, and being in a relationship is as I, I think we've had this conversation before which is where I've said to you we're all on different journeys right and as females what I've noticed is when we love we tend to want to to abandon our own journeys to help our partners on their journeys. Mm -hmm. And we then feel in a way or at some point that we've lost ourselves. So what love is to me is staying true to yourself, staying true to you, to who you are and staying true on your journey and also being able to help or serve your partner on theirs. That's what love is to me mm. in a nutshell. Sure, I think she's raising quite a very important thing. Personally, from what I've seen from my side, usually a lot of women are like, okay, I'll stop focusing on my goals. I look at yours. Mm. Brothers, you come up, you're well established in everything. And in her mind, she was like, we're doing this together. It's mm. for us. But when you start rising, then you become that man. And you're like, no, I'm independent. This mm. was for me. It wasn't for us. Mm. And all that time, she wasted all that time trying to make things easier for the both of you in the greater scheme of things. So personally, I think... Love should be a call from one's heart to your mind to actually take that accountability and responsibility to nurture yourself mm -hmm. in a manner that's fair, mm -hmm. for a lack of a better word. So I'd call it that. Cool. Yeah, I think it's been summed up. There's very little I can add to this. <laughs> but I was reading this book the other day by Bell Hooks, and she defined love. I think it's from a quote from Eric Fromm as the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another spiritual growth. Yes. So you must be willing to extend yourself to nurture someone mm. else. And to build on that, I feel like, uh, as to what she said, like men and women usually have different perspectives of love. Mm. Women are usually very giving in their love, and then men are very receiving in their mm. love. Men are good at taking love, mm -hmm. but then when it comes to building or giving it, it always seems like, you know, Moral or it's a burden mm -hmm. or some sort and then I feel like those are the things that we need to like navigate better or try to mold and change if we're going to be better at loving because you can't do something you don't understand do you guys have those conversations as guys I'll speak for myself and this guy to my right it and stays say in yes. the family yeah it's just between the two of but us generally on like my OT. not quite I don't, um, I don't think in a, in a larger um mm -hmm platform mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. if it's like we're chilling and it's like five six seven of us are in there when i've like bromance and i go out yeah. for lunch with my, yeah. with my nigga or yeah. when we're talking that's where we touch on our families mm. and ourselves our um just our personal growth and families and all that so that's where we're able to actually give true um reflection and and, and advice to each other mm. but on a bigger setting i think everyone's closed up yeah. To be honest, I'm a bit afraid of that 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 dynamic because um just just relationships in general, right? Mainly because I tend to be very observant. Mm -hmm. So based on what they've said is they don't always have these conversations. Mm -hmm. But the conversations we should be having, uh, they, they shouldn't be separate. So you shouldn't be having conversations with just your bros and I shouldn't be having conversations with just you as, as my female mm -hmm. friends. Mainly because, um, as he's already said, men tend to be the takers and females tend to be the givers. So if we cannot meet um, on, on, on level ground to say, listen, I've noticed as my partner, or 
So this is how you either receive the love I give and this is how you reciprocate it up until we can get to that point or that kind of playing field. We're forever going to be having the kind of problems that we are now mm. because we can never get to a point where you can say, I noticed that my partner gives or receives love when I do X, Y, and Z and things are better when I do X, Y, and Z. So we do not take notice of those things. Mm -hmm. So those are actually the little things that turn into big things if we are not honest about who we are again and the type of journeys we are on. Mm. Just some clarity. Um, I think her question was um, meant to, as the guys, do we chat to each other about that stuff? But as yeah. relationship-wise, me and my home and my spouse, we, we're on it. We talk about everything. Um, yeah. Even the things which <clears throat> are quite uh, awkward and scary mm. to have to tell your partner, but actually I don't like that type of nail polish, I don't like this. This, I don't, you know, it's some things which you trade on ice, but we, we have those conversations because maybe it's we've been in the relationship for long, so I'm comfortable as um, that's my friend as well. But that's we, we yeah, we, we, we just take it as it is and we share everything. It's I scary think, though. But if you look at the modern relationships or where we are now, not a lot of people have that. And I think that's what I was trying to mm. touch on with what he was saying. Yes, you may have conversations with, your bros, but they never at that they never at grassroots level as to okay and done we notice or I've noticed or, or you're treating your partner or your your wife like X Y and Z why are you doing this or Ish. they never come to you mm. or you never go to them when you're actually going through the most you will actually only touch the surface of what's happening which is always your partner being in the wrong and right on that point I always get. Because I have I have a lot of male friends, and when it gets to that, the most common answer that I get from them is that it's got nothing to do with me. Yeah, what's that? No, I, I've I've learned the hard way, guys. Mm. Um, don't give unsolicited advice. Yeah. True. So you may pick up on anything or whatever, and you feel uh, that's my home. It's my place to let him know, to hey, you're not treating your 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 girl correctly now. Uh, it it it. It, it comes back to bite you where they, they even if they fight or if, when they patch up, you the bad mm. guy. you the guy which was stirring. I, I don't know if it makes sense. No, right? no, no. But, uh, but don't, don't get me wrong. That doesn't mean um, I can't uh, call him out if he's being mm -hmm. abusive. Mm. Because that's where I draw the line. If, if you touch a woman in an uh, inappropriate way, I will st I'll stand up and say in 40, don't do that. You get what I'm saying? But, uh, and you know those finicky things, you know there's those tiny arguments which they have and they're in front of you guys. Hey, I've, I've learned to just... That's immediately if I see something like that, I look at my girl and say, hey, boo. Hey, boo, I appreciate you. Yeah. But guys, I'd just like to touch on something which is quite sensitive and I feel like we need to pay attention to. So let's look at this from a, a broader perspective. Where does the blueprint of love come from, right? You have guys, you have women. Mm -hmm. Men are the dreamers. You can sit and sketch a very beautiful paradise which doesn't even exist. Yeah. The woman is the one who will literally go out and manifest that paradise and give life to it. Mm -hmm. So now the life that you are sitting imagining, she can breathe She's life into that yeah. but where does that come from for me personally we sit in the hood like i grew up in the hood we used mm. to chill with the niggas and stuff like that so usually we model success we look up to successful guys and all of that mm. when you look at them what is he doing 
ah, I'm an Anton Oisigin, Santobe. Like they encourage you to do these sort of things and you tend to embody them because like this guy is successful. I want to be like that. So that means he has the keys and stuff like that. So now we get taught those kind of things from like ground level up. So when you're growing up, this thing is instilled in your mind. How are you going to get yourself out of that paradigm? For me, that's quite difficult. That's part of the things that establishes the difference between men and women when coming to love, which is catastrophic so to say so i feel like personally everyone needs to go out and learn love in their own way define it in your own way find yourself in the greater realm of things it's life which consists of spirituality and all the forces that govern you as a person your values your principles and all that find love in that Mm. and then take that and give it to someone else so that they can reciprocate or give you what they found and if the two are compatible which if it's genuine Mm. it will be then it should work out. We wouldn't be having these type of issues where my love is influenced by someone else's experience or something like that. So I don't know. But I think, again, if that if that's where you're coming with it from, like your na- nature versus nurture, right, mm-hmm. which is how you grew up, what type of household you grew up. And if we have to look at it from that perspective, then to be honest, then so many of us are broken. Do you know what I'm saying? So many of us need to go back to how we were raised. The kind of, um, I don't know, is it? Yeah, the kind of places we grew up in. Because the type of guys he's speaking about, they look like they're successful, but you don't know what he had to do to get to that point. Hence, even he cannot appreciate the woman in his life. So if you look at um, Africa um, as as a continent, to be honest, Africa was actually ruled by women. And in this time, or at that period in time, it was a very self-sufficient continent, right? Mm -hmm. And the moment we let outside influences tell us that men are more superior, it's not that we never respected our men. Mm. I think, don't get me wrong, we've always respected and revered our men. But the moment we let them take over and we sort of dim our light... Mm -hmm. I would like to think things went to the dogs. Mm. Like, I, I, I'll, 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 to put it lightly. To the dogs. To the dogs. Literally. To the dogs. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So, all I'm saying is we need to go back to a place where our men actually love and respect women for who and what they bring to the table. Because as he's saying... You go and you sketch this wild dream and who brings it to life? It's the, the woman. woman. And if you do not respect this woman you are going to lose that paradise or you will not have that paradise. That paradise will literally turn into your hell. Mm-hmm. And you are now going to hate someone who, who tried to give life to what you wanted. So it's, 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 tricky. it's, it's, it's tricky to be, man. <laughs> yeah. Just to add on to what the two of you are saying now, I think it's very important to like realize that everything anyone knows, anything, you know, you learned from seeing someone else. Mm -hmm. So none of us came into this world with any set ideas or, you know, plans of what the world is supposed to be or how you're supposed to act. So, And I bring that up not to say, to absolve us of responsibility, to just say, ah, that's how I grew up. This is how my my dad used to speak to my mom. Nah, rather to say that we should be aware of our influences more because Mm. we realize, like, what what that feeds into us, Mm. to us being who we are. Mm. So, like, being more aware of even the little things, like whoever you admire at work and stuff. Mm. 
or how he like how he behaves as a whole person, even if you don't realize it. It it it, it builds onto you if you're reflecting yourself onto that person. Mm. So like being aware of our influences and like how they mold us, whether we realize it or not, I think is very important as we try to build or redefine our roles as men and women, our roles in relationships, mm. our roles in love and things of that nature. Mm. Do you guys think we often consider love languages in relationships? Are we are we aware of those quick survey love, love languages? What, 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 do we all know what love languages are? I was just about to say. Like I, like I think you should have done a quick survey. Like put your hand up if you know what that is. Answer. No, I, I hear people talking about it all the time, but, um, but then I've like, never really really gotten to what it really means. School us, yes, teacher, teacher. So, can we work any love language? These are basically. Like, uh, because we're individuals, yeah. how you would respond to love. So you get um, the gift of time, the gift of, um, what's this? Can I chip in and draw something from memory? Okay. Um, so basically, from my experience with these love languages things... There are supposedly five, but I don't know all of yes, them. Yes, there are five. So, yeah, the first one or one of the ones that I know is like quality conversation or good communication. Quality time. There's acts of service, um, giving gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is physical intimacy. I don't know what the last one Words is. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yes, yes. thank you for that. So now so, you can elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so words of affirmation. So give what the... I love you. The compliment, the door edge. Oh, you're looking nice today. You're looking. I love your nail polish mm-hmm. color. I, you know, those kind of things. Quality time, obviously, spending time with your partner. You know, Lubalela having those conversations uninterrupted, getting attention one on one, and then receiving gifts. That would be. There are people who respond more to receiving gifts. So, what? You say you love me, but. Where's my BMW 120D? Yeah, you need that ice. Oh, okay. Where's my... That wrist needs to be cold. You know, the wrist... (laughs) Wrist needs to be cold. One color hand. (laughs) And and sometimes it's even just the simple things. It doesn't doesn't have to be, you know, glamorous and big. Hot wings. Yeah, and that's cup tea when I'm going to school. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and then there's physical touch. So that would be your PDA. The Taranamatoho, hugging, kissing... Um, and yeah, basically physical touch. <laughs> so, do we often consider those things in relationships? Okay, but physical touch or quality time. And do we, once we are aware of that, do we actually go out of our, 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 of our way to make to to make those things happen? To say, go spend I'm going to hold her hand in public. You know, do we often let that happen in relationships? I think the the easiest way to figure out the basics and get it right, um, usually for me, the phase where you meet someone mm-hmm. and you start getting to know them, that's where they feed you all this information. So what happens is our love experience is filtered. Mainly we look out for something stimulating mm. rather than actually being consistent and conforming to what that other person told you that, listen, I respond more to this and this and this and that. So usually you meet someone, you guys start talking and all of that. You can tell the sort of conversations that like, that they like to have. When you're deep, 
they don't respond so kindly. Or sometimes when you are, they do. Mm. When you take them out, it's joyous. When they do this and that. And then along the way, in a man's mind, something just happens that you switch off. You become inconsistent. Mm. You start filtering that whole experience that you were giving her. So practically, you started out on the right track, fulfilling 30% or so of that love language. And then somewhere along the line, you just feel like, no, she doesn't stimulate me as much as she used to before or something. But something just goes off and you stop responding to that. And that's where we lose it. Because if you hold on to it, I feel like then a lot of relationships would be better because everybody would be getting literally what they prefer, so to say. Because sometimes it's hell. Someone giving you something that you don't want. Hey, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> okay. okay. I think do, do we need to talk. I think you. I think me and you need to talk. <laughs> some stuff, man. From the the, the five points that you've Sorry. touched on, no? yeah, about the love language. Um, for me, I, when when I absorb all that, it's 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 this it's courting. Mm-hmm. All that. So it, for me, it's it's that constant courting. So you always see a jola, man. It's never yeah. good to. That's my person, and that's it's done. Mm. I'm always trying to impress her, you mm. know. Always trying to try to flowers, baby girl. Mm. You know, those small things, uh, chocolate under the pillow, kind of. You know, uh, it's just courting, guys. Like mm-hmm. always trying to win her heart. That's for me is is, is the. So you've never had the the switch off that Gamma was talking about. I, I don't. I don't think I have because hey, I, I fear the 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 dryness. Mm. You know, and I'm one of those people, if it does get to that point, I'll probably switch off completely completely, and then that's the death of a relationship. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so I'd rather always just spice it up. Yeah, well, movie wait, wait, night. Wait. Like now she doesn't, like, because we're expecting, she doesn't want to go yeah, out cinema and stuff. Gay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't want to go out and stuff. So for us, it's, it's the uh, movie night in, you know, Netflix and, Netflix. and, Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm. That's what caused the, the second one. Yeah, but it, it's, we, we have that. And it's, uh, we, we sometimes let other people into our space so that they can maybe also Get have that thing. Yeah. Um, so we, we host our friends and say, come through, let's have a movie night. And they come through, wine, chill. And we all just sit, man, sit together, man. Everyone mm-hmm. like this couple's thing, you know, mm-hmm. just just to refresh everybody. Yeah, and it's nice to also see. Air. It's nice to see. Yeah, it's nice to see other loving couples as well. And you're just like, oh, no. There's love, man. There's love and coming, man. Yeah, but for me, it's it's just the courting. But I look when I look at relationships now, that's not how it starts, Mm. right? Most relationships don't get to the phase where we get to know each other, right? It's always a okay, Kevonimogel looks really nice. I want to tap that and. Fine, you tap that, yeah. and already for most females, if I let a nigga tap that, nigga, nigga, we together, <laughs> right? Like, ah, like, just to get to be that's that's the reality. Mm. Everything is sort of um running running backwards, so we get to the sex, we never get to know each other, we don't get to our past traumas. I don't get mm. to know what makes you tick. I don't get to know the type of person you are because what you've sold me is what you thought I wanted to see. Right. Especially, like I said, social media is quite an influence in a lot of people's lives. So you will see, like you're saying, you'd rather invite you, you host your friends so they know the reality of 
of seeing and experiencing a relationship or what love is from their perspective when they chill with you guys and in their own relationships. But for someone who is a 14-year-old little girl, if I'm scrolling through social media, I can the couple goals. Do you know what I'm mm. saying? The vacations. Not that all those things are impossible, but those are not things that you run for at first. Do you know what I'm saying? You build up to Ooh, those things. You need to get to know someone. What if you don't like traveling with this person? Fine, vacation gear. But you don't like traveling with this person. Then one must have value with this girl, Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And she's annoying. You don't like how they chew. You don't like what they look like when they wake up in the morning. You didn't build up to that. Already you want a nigga to buy you a car. So we need to stop can she afford the insurance? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Important questions. Guys, don't do one question is important before she figure to the point where we start going on vacations. Look, mm. I, I'm I'm quite the conservative and I think I'm boring in that manner where I I, I I would like to get to know someone first. I need to I need to flip and analyze. I'm an overthinker as well. So I will analyze each and every little thing about a person. The way you 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 answer the the call when your mom is calling. Mm. If your mom calls and you're like, hey, Shlo, I know that's how you're going to treat me. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if and you, you or around around or how badly because you don't want to do something for Uncle X, I already know, Guti, you're not going to want to do those things. You're not going to want to run those little for errands for family. me, for my family. Mm. So I look at everything. And because the way this world is set up is we get to the deed first and if we get to know each other, great, then we we are officially in a relationship. So, I mean, I guess... Guys, so, social media is trash. Oh, Partly because, especially when coming to this relationships business selling and us stuff, dreams. because everyone, what they project out there is just what they think is mm. the best of themselves. Mm. But what about all those days when you guys are fighting? This because like saying? literally today, back tengeliji we're going boo. Tomorrow they're strangling you mm. because he's used to doing that. But why don't we you don't show us that so that day, we can yeah. see that can this see is the real. reality? Of it's it. the reality. So the a lot of people, everything they just project the best part of, and then we just adopt we that and that think this is how we, we take. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, this no. is this is life. That's why everybody thank you, doesn't Bilo, know Thank you, Mali. Exactly. We, also, we, we you aim for keep, that. You can, like, you, look, you you work for those things. I've got a niece now, and I can see her um, based on the type of things that she sees and the experiences she has with her friends when she goes to school. She thinks that a certain kind of lifestyle is is you know is what she needs to aim for. And for me, I'm that person who's always going to give her a reality check because she comes. Oh, having banana vans. I'm like, can you afford them? Because I look, I, I don't want, I, no, that's my comeback. But then again, I don't want her to go outside and get a man who is actually going mm. to buy her the vans. Mm. So I then give her little chores to do around the house and things that she needs to do to earn those things, to earn those shoes in the house. Yeah. You will get them and we will buy them. Yeah. But you're not going to get to wear them up until you've done X, Y, and Z, Z so that you don't go out there and think, if you're dressed like this, you are worth X, Y, and Z. That's not how. That's not that's not where a person's value is. That's not where a person's worth is. So if we could just, you know, do some soul searching, guys. Everybody must just be single, except those who are in actually fulfilling and proper loving relationships. Everybody must just be single. Guys, guys. Everybody must do some soul searching because it's 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 honestly annoying to to find yourself or to find a man who thinks that. 
Mm. You know, that's the mentality. Like, don't worry, I'll pay for this. I'm like, no, but I, I'd, I'd rather be broke. I was telling my other friend, I'd rather eat broken glass for dinner for the rest of my life than to have any man say, I've given you that. Ish, or no, I own that. Stop that one. <laughs> that one will make us dig into this queen business. We yeah. so dearly want to understand, but... Unfortunately, there is no slay yeah, queen order, here order, order, who can advocate for slay queens. Yeah, boss. So, yeah, yeah no, that guys. one is tough. Ah, that's but a tough that, one. that that's where we are. That's what we are saying is love. Somebody needs to buy things for oh, you in order for you to sure. love them, mm-hmm. or in order for for you to accept that they love you. So, sorry, um, I was that can be the standard. I was watching a series and. Um, the guy basically was was um, wanted to investigate his love interest because he thought she wants him for the money. Oh, that right. you stuff. That you, you no no um, lie to me. Okay. Right. Um. So, story short, the investigator she does love him for his money and him, hmm. but um, plot twist. They ask him, "Do you love her for her or is it for, for her looks?" Because he met her on the runway. Mm. You know, and he was he was appealed by her her looks. So so they're asking the same question. So at the, at 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 a certain point, it got me thinking like, okay, you you in a certain degree, you do love the person, and you love what they give you, the money, whatever. Mm-hmm. You you you. I love her, and I love her looks. You Get know, bonus. Those are bonuses, though. Like honestly, if to have someone who can do all those great things for you, it's all a bonus you. and loves you. But the core thing should be love okay. first. Yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? It should be on days when days are extremely dark. And by days are dark, I mean a- emotionally, you're at, a, you're at such a low, nothing is making sense. Will I still love you? Will I still be there? That's yeah. the important thing. Yeah. Because look, when you don't have money, if I truly love you, and wh- whether you've got money or not, that's not important. It's the character that I'm, I'm more in love with, right? Mm. So if I can love you for your character highs and character lows, then everything else that you give me is a bonus. Yeah, but we in a generation where we, we don't even try fix things. We, we replace it. It's, that's yeah. that's just how yes. we are. Yeah. So we don't run away. We move yeah. on to the next also one. Me, yes. Cause, also cause me, yes. Because I grew up, guys. I grew up. <laughs> you know, when they talk about relationships, or even when you're heartbroken, but no, there's many fish in the sea. Yeah. It's, it's just that thing, that perception. Mm. Ah, love is lost. It's fine. Yeah. There's another yeah. another bus yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah. So we never try. We never put effort to even fix it. I think this is part of the reason why we will probably then never get to experience the love in its in 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 its full form mm. yeah. right the spiritual the soul the, the like loving someone beyond the beauty and the physical mm. because we're just so quick to be like exactly okay. it could never transcend do you know how every like I, I i look at life differently right so you tend to meet people or souls and you just feel like i've known you forever yeah right that's because there's so much more than just a a physical attraction mm. to this person because the soul or the spirit, whatever it is that you want to call it, is aligned with this person, right? But we are never going to fully explore that because we're too busy admiring and loving what's on the outside and mm. what this person can give me. So we're not today on a one rand and I can't be with you because we're not one rand and like an hundred rand because it's like about own thousand rand or tom pang fifty rand. Dude, it's it's, it's fish. Can I throw a spanner in the works? Please. You, you'll call me to order if I'm uh off topic or okay. um, 
but then you mentioned uh, meeting someone and you're aligned, you know, spiritually or whatever. There's a spiritual it, familiarness. Maybe, sure. Let me put it do, like that. Do you, so do you, do you feel that it's possible to love more than two people? Because I'm, <laughs> I, I'm in love with you spiritually aligned, but not in the physical, not... Uh, so I've, I've had this chat. Um, is, so let, let's, let's not mistaken love for monogamy. Right. Mm, yeah. In the sense that I love Humojo, right? She's my friend. And I've got another friend that I love. Does that mean I, I love Humojo way less than I love my, the next person? Let's not try to quantify it and say, because I feel spiritually familiar with him, right? Or a kindness with him, I would love my partner way less, mm. right? We live in a world where if we give love and we do good things, they sort of tend to manifest and the world becomes a better place. I cannot now want not want to get to know him or not want to be his friend simply because it's a, it, it's, it's gonna, I'm in a relationship where it's going to be frowned upon. It has absolutely nothing to do with me getting physical with him. Yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, that, that was a high five, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get a camera in here, yeah. like. People need to see what's going on, yeah, especially do. the facial expression. Oh, get, yeah. get someone to do animation of this, <laughs> like um, yeah. the Ricky yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. But I think what you're talking about now—that issue of you know, you feeling like you're loved less when there are more people to share the love with, to put it in quotation marks, or you feeling like okay, because he's with this and this and this person, I feel like we don't have that strong of a connection. I think it stems from the idea of love being possessive, mm. which is a very dangerous idea when you look at it because mm -hmm. it, 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 it kind of, you say you love a person, but then I only love you for, you know, well, when I have you. you. Exactly. Like, and that, that means that our, our, our relationship only exists when in tandem. You? So your life doesn't exist outside of this. Yeah. And that, that's where things like, you know, trying to control a person's life, trying mm. to control the friends that a person has, what activities you do. I mean, it's... Mm. It shouldn't be, yeah, it shouldn't be so frowned upon. I feel like it shouldn't be frowned upon for a partner to have, you know, an active life outside of the person they love in, in a monogamous relationship. Exactly. And only the idea of love as a positive thing, and it's a thing that men struggle with more often, and I'll speak for us because I only know my perspective, yeah? Mm. But it's, I feel like it's something that we really struggle with, and that's where a lot of fights come up when as the relationship evolves or as the relationship grows, because you tend to learn other aspects of a person that you aren't familiar with at the beginning, and then you say, Moto is changing up on me. No. Blah, blah, blah. When this has been the person the whole time and the only reason why you haven't got to there, it's time and then you not having the world to like get to know this person. I remember exactly. the other day we were on our way to a wedding and so it was me and him sitting mm. in the back seat. So we stopped to buy liquor. So while we were buying liquor, then I was like, hey, dude, since we're going to a wedding and stuff, like, how do you feel? It's like, no, I'm kind of excited about the whole thing and sort of, but now it's, causing me to go back to introspection i'm like about what he says well currently i'm faced with a dilemma i've observed that throughout most relationships and my own included people put their best foot forward mm. after a certain amount of time your best foot isn't you mm. yeah then that's but where the aspect of they, it's what you try and guys no 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 let's not get this twisted it is you you need to accept that a person actually has different sides to the good them, qualities which is, and bad qualities exactly which yeah. is precisely why i could never understand when somebody says i can't imagine spending the rest of my life with one person 
and me to me that doesn't make sense people evolve they do the same person i am today is not the person i am going to be tomorrow so mm-hmm. how dare you frown upon being with me when you don't know who i will be tomorrow because you are changing because we change you're not going to be the same person tomorrow either yeah. so how dare you say to someone to say perhaps i think i think that stems from people loving yeah. an idea of a person yeah. more than they love a person actually exactly. the actual so person. image of this person and then whenever they stay aw- straight away from it yeah. you try to like hey when i found you like this why aren't you like this and anymore so that's when? why i'm saying you can't say yeah. no yeah. people evolve so part of the reason why you're on this journey with that person is to see them through that evolution but to yeah. also go through your own and evolve mm-hmm. with them and o- yeah. you know what i'm saying we yeah. don't we're not evolving at the same pace And that's the other thing. We're not growing at the same pace. But we need to be able to understand and to see that the other person is changing or growing or is being uncomfortable. And you need to pick those things up. And you need to say, okay, I can see Umuntuami is going through X, Y, and Z. Mm. So how do I then, as this person, help this person? Or do I allow them, I go through whatever, but I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Why do you need in. to walk away when somebody is going through a growing phase? Mm. I just want to throw in something. Sometimes we love people the way we think they want to be loved and not the way they need to be loved. And that stems from improper communication. Yes, yes. lack of communication. Yes. Not even lack of communication, communicating improper, the wrong way, the wrong not way. knowing how to communicate with each other. Because mm. like what he was saying, you trying to be this person because you think this is what this person likes when you didn't even ask them hey what do you like actually you never got like, to know this person yeah you're only trying to manufacture this image or trying to maybe if i catch it by surprise you'll be like oh this is the prince charming from the movies he oh, knows everything before i tell God. them when that's it's a very it's a very archaic life. it's a very yeah exact that's a very powerful statement by the way don't romanticize love <laughs> don't romanticize don't love. romanticize love. love that's super powerful i don't know if I'm the only I'm one being weird about it. No, I'm but catching. <laughs> it's super profound. I feel like we should start start looking at love like outside of the bounds of, you know, romantic relationships. Yeah. And if we can love better outside of the bounds of romantic relationships, I feel like that will allow us to love better in them as well. Exactly. And also that also brings back the greater point of self-love, you know, learning to love yourself first before you love anyone else because how you love yourself reflects how you love you know other people and stuff and i feel like ha- not having that solid foundation is what causes a lot of the problems people have in relationships touching on self love um i'd just like to raise a point of interest so let me paint two scenarios at my age i'm 23 and i go home when i go home smash my dad's car and he beats me up in my mind from infancy till now my dad would beat me up or do something similar physically related though just to say no you did something wrong and then at the same time he can come back tomorrow and say i love you my son what 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 but in my mind my definition of love doesn't involve you laying your hands on me then i move that into a relationship where i'm with someone the same kind of love still needs to reign supreme yeah. and now when i'm in that relationship when i do something wrong she doesn't beat me up she doesn't do anything of that sort but now because from home i've come to become accustomed to this idea that when i do something wrong 
and I'm upfront and open about it. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. When I get into a relationship and I'm like, I know very well that I did something wrong. If I tell and her. out of personal accountability, if I tell her, <laughs> gone, <laughs> honey. So do you see what's going on now? Yeah. So a... that's, that also raises a conflict of interest because so... now something that happened from home with qualities that are so important yeah. and encompass love as a whole, relationship or not, love is love. And those qualities still work in a relationship as much as they do at home. When you bring them to the other side, they are more destructive than they are constructive. So, But then know. again, then it goes back to you and your partner communicating. Do you know what I'm saying? If you had communicated to your partner about your past traumas or the things that you actually went through as a child, this yeah. person ought to understand, okay, I should not react or I should not be mm-hmm. reactive, but rather be proactive when I'm being told the truth. Mm-hmm. Or when something actually goes wrong, instead of shouting at Motoaka, I need to sit this person down and show them a better way to do things or how I believe things should be done. Or we can then go create a whole different culture on our own. So, um, yeah, I guess... To those who don't have kids, please don't have kids until you're ready yes, to please, actually please, please. Stay, raise guys. and love kids. Because when he was talking about his daughter, right? I think you had posted a video of him. Valentine's, right? Mm-hmm. I think I saw that video. So for me, though that it, it it's going to go back to this us as a generation and the generations to come, as to how we we give love and how we actually love. Right. Because now we can't discipline our kids the same way we used to be disciplined. Right. We cannot teach our kids respect in the same way we were taught respect. Respect to us meant fear. Mm. Right. Respect meant how you you serve this man in his misogynistic and chauvinistic way, the way he talks to you and belittles you in front of people, but you are still showing him this level of respect that he's apparently supposed to be given. Right. And now, based on what you're saying, as you were beaten up for me with 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 my child, I do not beat my child up. Right. Not because I don't believe they shouldn't get a hiding, but because a child between the ages of one, two, three and five, they're still at they're still at a very critical age. Mm-hmm. These are their formative years. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to support this person. You want to be able to have this child to communicate their feelings to you Mm -hmm. so that they are able to communicate with the world. So if you are constantly beating this child up, belittling them, that's exactly what they believe is right. This is what they're going to take to the world. Right? Mm -hmm. This is why we then find kids who I believe are uncultured because you don't do that. Right? That's that's not love. That's not you reprimanding someone, for example. When you reprimand someone, you need to be able to sit down with them and actually have a conversation about why what they did is wrong or why it actually makes you feel a certain way. So these are the things we should be teaching our kids. Okay. Mm. Um, just from being a dad point of view, for me personally, uh, grew up without my dad being present. Not not gonna badmouth the guy, um, but. I, I just I, I just realized that I want to be present for everything. Exactly. Mm. You get me? And uh, I took it upon myself to to t- change the perception of a black father yeah. mm-hmm. and make it cool, especially for a daughter. Because I've got friends who tell me, yo, especially because there's another one on the way. Hey, get another guy. And I'm like, nah, you need to raise your kids, your, your sons you better. You need to raise your sons yeah. better. You guys yeah. need to raise your sons better. I'm why, should I get a, why should I get a yeah. gun to protect my daughter from you guys? True. Why? 
Um, and and I, I'm just I, I just trying to give her an understanding of love and 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 peace, man, in 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 society. You know, so that she mm-hmm. she knows what 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 to demand, what she she. What she, she deserves. What she deserves in, in society and from a guy's point of view, how she should be treated. Mm. So that's that's just what I do as a dad. So guys, are we practically, literally right now admitting in quotation marks that parenting styles are actually what lays the blueprint? For love. For, For love. love, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In that's essence, the first that's exactly what it yeah. is. Yeah, it's your Family first encounter. That's your first, yeah, it's your first, it's your first encounter love. with you know mm. affection so, and care mm. and mm. how they should be molded. And I feel like you guys are bringing up a very important point about the importance of like realizing generational trauma, yeah. and not only realizing it and like not perpetuating it, but trying to better it. Like what you said right now about your father not being present, but then you using that as motivation to be more present in your daughter's life. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a perspective that more of us should take instead of the opposite. Now nah, my dad beat me up, so Making I'm going to beat crash, my kid yeah. up. You know, This is what's been existing. It's what's been working. So we're going to keep doing that. I feel like we should be more more friendly towards evolving mm-hmm. as people, as cultures, mm-hmm. as society. Cycle. Yeah, like society is supposed to progress. Like it's not reinventing the wheel. Like... We live in a different age right now. We live in the age of social media and all these things. And all these things are going to define how parenting changes. Mm-hmm. They're going to define how relationships and interactions change. So how we teach children to to like behave in these scenarios should also change. Otherwise, we're raising archaic people in a new world. Mm-hmm. And people that will not be prone to evolving yeah. or becoming mm-hmm. better. Because they have been taught evolution. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure. Wow, guys! Like I felt we 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 escalated. Eh? It we went we went we we tense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey! Like, whoo. Um, but just to close it off. Uh, in terms of, uh, we're gonna make this general now. We're not gonna be on some romantic relationship tip. How can we, as people, briefly? Because I know little. <laughs> briefly, how can we? As individuals, relationship better. How do we as individuals make sure that our relationships are constructive, they are building, they are nurturing, they are full of love, they, you know what I mean? How do we do that? As individuals. This is the part where everyone pulls out their notes. Okay, I'll bite the bullet first, ne? And I think the main thing that I'd just like to relay is that as a people, and especially as men, I feel like we should let go of the idea of domination and possessiveness mm. when we view relationships and love. Because I feel like that's our biggest crutch. That's where most of our bad qualities in love and relationships stem from so we should like try a less possessive love just be love the person for who they are not what they are to you hmm. Banela you next sir no book na go Okay, no, look, I'm actually just reading um, some of my notes because I was researching love and philosophy, right? Mm. And I don't think there's a formula to relationship better. I just think that as an individual, you always just need to introspect. You, this this is a constant thing. Very what true. worked yesterday is not going to work tomorrow. It's not going to work next week. So in order for you to relationship better, don't 
don't try to water down who you are for the next person. Just let's let's just start there. And if you don't love someone, it's okay. Deep. Mm. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to tell them you love them when you don't. That's mm. all. Okay. Yeah, I know. Back to where I started. Patience. Understanding. Communication. For me. I honestly believe those three pillars is what you need. Cool. Figured existence. How? <laughs> Since I'm at the end. Um, I think first things first, let me go back to self-love. It's important for someone to literally love yourself in all those multiple little ways that you'd like someone to replicate. Mm. Because from that then, you become fulfilled as a person. And then when you reach out to someone else, you come out of a place of fulfillment and not lack. No, I'm lacking this, I'm lacking that, I'm lacking that. So I think we can relationship better, love better through Mm. self-love. And just to close it out, um, I personally think everybody should practice this. Honesty, openness, and personal integrity. Practice that in private and mm, public okay. situations, Ooh. both to yourself and to the person who you love. Power. Be it your family, whoever, even if it's a church, always embrace that. Private and public situations, those three for me, will enable uh, people to preach. love better. Preach. Oh, I want to add something. No, I just actually want to add on practicing gratitude. So... The one powerful tool in abundance is absolute gratitude. You can never find favor if you're not grateful for what you have. Mm-hmm. Hence, I say, if you are truthful to who you are in your journey and you are grateful for the little milestones, the little things, and for the things that you do not yet have, those things will find you. Mm-hmm. You don't have to keep searching for them. You don't have to go out looking for them. So, yeah, preach, Gamo. Thank you. We do not call the show the underground for nothing. Like, yeah, you guys did the most. You guys went deep. This was very (laughs) profound. This was very wisdom-filled. This was very educational. And I think whoever's going to be listening to this is... Is is gonna be provoked. Do you know people? What about half? People, people. They don't know what they. No, I don't. Know, I don't want to the benefit of the doubt. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt, guys. But it has been amazing. Thank you so much to all of you for coming through for honoring the invite. Thank you, Andile. Thank you, Vanelle. Thank you, Gamo. Thank you, Mpo. I've really enjoyed listening to you guys. Um. And yeah, man, I'm happy. Thank you for the episode. Yeah, yeah, because like, solo one. But otherwise, thank you so much, guys, for for listening to the podcast. Please remember to follow us on our social media pages. You'll find us on um, Instagram as the Underground ZA. We're also on Twitter, the Underground ZA One and also on facebook please continue to interact with us to engage with us support us and just keep listening to the underground uh from mina the best jilla bone in town your girl muji's 